The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Truth Hounds, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Anna, and I've been unemployed for about a year now, so I really have nothing going on. And I'm Kyle. In middle school, I received the award Most Enthusiastic to Learn, so that makes me pretty special. And that is what makes us the perfect investigative duo. We are two friends who love each other very much, but what we love even more is getting to the bottom of mysteries. All mysteries, sure, but small mysteries specifically. Trust me, no mystery is too small. No, no, no. Why don't you trust me when I tell you we are ready to sniff around? We are the Truth House. Hello? Hey, Kyle? Yeah, hey. Uh, what's up? Hey, it's Anna. Yeah, hey. Hey, um, are, are you busy right now? Uh, well, yeah, I'm actually in the middle of eating pad thai. Oh. Yum. Um, I'm, so- I'm sorry, we, but we do need to talk. I'll be right there. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for meeting me here. Yeah, hi. You look so refreshed. Well, I am a refreshed. Yeah? I, I got some sleep. I took some time to myself. That's nice. Yeah. Did, you take, um, did you take the valerian root thing I told you about? Uh, come again? Valerian root? Uh, come again? Mm, okay, no. It okay. It's just a sleep thing. Oh, okay. I, I, it helps me sometimes. But yeah. No. Man. You look great. Well, thank you. Yeah. I feel good. Nice. You know what? Honestly, I was thinking, I was looking at the ocean, and just the way that the waves are, you see that? They're, they're going out, and they're coming back in. And they're going out, and they're coming back in. And it, it, it just makes me think, like, out with the old, in with the new. You know what I mean? Like, out with the old 
in with the new. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. I think you make a really good point. Yeah. I guess in the spirit of that, I wanted to ask you if you were up for looking further into this same investigation. Yeah, I think so. I'm ready to go. Episode 6. Why does time fly by when you're having fun? Part 2. So, everything up until the chickens didn't work out. No need to get into it. And, well, chickens? They were just not boring enough. If you recall, we had run over to Instagram and put out a call to action. Give us your most boring task and we'll do it for you. And you'll even remember that we added, it would be our pleasure. Okay, so we were naive and we went with the first message that had a boring task. We were charmed by the glitz and glamour of the chicken task and had paid for it in heartbreak. But not anymore. We would be thorough this time. And luckily, our tip line was brimming with messages. Let's listen to some. Hi, this is Kate. I have been putting off for so long submitting my super bill to my insurance company for my therapy. And it's something I can't bring myself to do no matter what. Probably involves a phone call, some some really boring, tedious paperwork. Please help me. Okay. This was a good start. It for sure sounded boring, but it also had to do with this person's therapy. And that sounds private. After what happened with us last week, and the guy who talked about the Blair Witch Project, we had to start setting some boundaries while we were investigating. I mean, it sounded like this person was in therapy, so she'd understand about boundaries. Next call. Hi, this is Karen. Um, I need help. Uh, hanging my owl box on the fence in my backyard. Hope this helps. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, but what do I look like? Chip and Joanna Gaines? This is not HGTV. It's just not. Put up your own owl box. And I'm sorry, an owl box? What is this? An anthropology store? Look, I know we're being a little mean, but the thing is... We went through something traumatic, and those who carry with them the wounds of war cannot be expected to laugh with the lightness of children. I don't know what that means, but next call. Uh, I have a big pile of rocks in my backyard. I started to make a path in the side yard, but I kind of gave up. It's been like that for a year. Okay, thank you. Okay, this was for sure boring, but where were this guy's manners? No hello, no introduction. I mean, show some respect to your elders. That's us. Next call. Hey, Kyle and Anna, this is Hillary. I'm calling because I have this 
huge pile of dirt in my backyard, and I don't know how to get rid of it because I don't have a wheelbarrow. There's also some weird metal in it, but it's mostly just dirt. Alright, well, hope that helps. Bye! Bingo! This boring task was the best one yet. Dirt is the perfect level of boring. Nothing to kill yourself over, but hey, I'm not squealing with fun either. Anna and I mulled it over. The whole point of this investigation was to see if time really does fly by when you're having fun, no matter what you're doing. That means you could theoretically be doing something that is technically boring, but if you're having fun, time will still fly by. Capiche? So, we exchanged a few emails with our dirt source, Hillary, and had her write out clearly what the task would entail. We scheduled a time to remove her dirt and put it in the books. Next, we had to ensure that we would be having fun. I mean, I guess we thought we knew how to have fun, but we really wanted to make sure. We wanted a variety of opinions on what fun even was. We didn't want to do yet another call to action because, let's face it, even Picasso, and by that I mean Kyle, even Picasso needed to take a nap every once in a while. We knew just the people we needed to reach out to. Our late people focus group. We knew reaching out to them could be risky. I mean, let's face it, these are not the most reliable people in the world because they're late. But they did come from all walks of life. They were like a little census. We gathered them for another focus group, this time on the topic of fun. So, we arranged a Zoom meeting. We had everyone begin by introducing themselves. Just first names, no big deal. However, we didn't want them to forget who they really were at their core, which is late people. But we also didn't want them to forget why they were here, to talk about fun. We had them say something along the lines of, Hi, my name is Blank, and I am a late person at my core, but that's not what it's about today. They did the best that they could do. Take a listen. Uh, hi, I'm Dylan, and uh, I, at my core, I am a late person, though it's not what we're going to be addressing today, but it is a part of me to every fiber of my being. Hi, my name is Hannah. Um, I am... Can you remind me what I was supposed to say? I am a late person. Um, that's not what we're going to be addressing today, but at my core, it is the truth with every fiber of my being. Hi, I'm Callan, and I'm late, as you can see, uh, with every fiber of my being, but that's not what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, I'm Chris, and even though it's not about this today, I am a late person at my core and with every fiber of my being. Uh, however, today I was early. Um, hello, my name is Sarah. I wait. I am a late person, even though that's not what we're talking about today. I'm late with every fiber of my being. Close enough. Hi, my name is Heather. And even though it's not about this today, I am a late person at my core with every fiber of my being. After everyone had introduced themselves and had gotten comfy, we got into it.
We had learned from our last focus group that it was important to maintain order. So we asked the group again to use the phrase, just to pivot off that. That worked best last time. We had them do that. So the first question we have for you today is, what do I have so much fun doing? And the I in the scenario is you. What do I have so much fun doing that time just seems to slip away? Um, just to pivot off that, um, listening, listening to music with a friend that has similar music taste, I think is really fun. Makes the time fly. Your friend plays something and you're, and you're like, oh yeah, I freaking love that one. And you're like singing along and then you put on something and she's like, dude, throwback or whatever. Uh, and, and just to pivot off that, um, something I like to do that, that is really fun is, uh, to get together with a friend and we go through Zillow listings uh, of, of poorly thought out and ill-constructed multi-million dollar homes in, in terrible areas and just and roast them and imagine the horrible effects that that, that property had on whoever financed it. Just to pivot off that, there are no objections. You are not going to get a single objection from me, Chris. Um, something that I really enjoy doing that I find fun where time slips by is um, going on long trips, like driving trips with friends. Um, I feel like you get into this state where everything becomes funny and it just seems to make the trip go much faster. Um, that's all. Uh, just to pivot off that, um, something that I find fun and makes the time fly by is cooking um, with other people or by myself. Just to pivot off that point, uh, what I think is so much fun that time just seems to slip away is singing in a group in a choir, as they're called. Uh, just to pivot off that, uh, what what I think is fun to do that makes time just slip away. Um, really enjoy just very dumb inside jokes with my friends. Just the 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 less they make sense and uh, the more um, specific they are to that friendship. That was really helpful, but we wanted them to be more specific. I mean, we were hoping to gather a list of fun go-tos that we could steal for ourselves. Anna asked some follow-up questions to get a bit more insight on these fun activities, so we'd have a clear idea of how we could have fun. I couldn't really remember the individuals' names, so I had them put numbers on their Zoom screens. And instead, I addressed them by those. That's wonderful. Kyle, if it's okay, I have just a couple of follow-up questions. Number seven, uh, can you name a specific dish that you are cooking when you're having the time of your life? Uh, maybe. I guess the most recent one I made was picadillo, which is uh, the ground meat filling of empanadas. Number five, uh, can you please provide a specific neighborhood that we would be able to look up a house um, in on Zillow? Uh, well, just to pivot off that, there's there's a $2 million home for sale in Parker, Arizona. 
that uh, it's it's a real treat. Fantastic. And just to pivot off that, another specific question. Um, uh, number four, uh, can you provide a specific uh, music example, such as artist and song, please? Yeah. Um, well, recently we were listening to a playlist with like early 2000s dance music, a really great song that we shared some fun over. It was Gotta Get Through This by Daniel Bedingfield and um, Days Go By by Dirty Vegas. Great, and just to pivot off that, um, number six, uh, where is the long trip uh, to? Uh, what is the starting point and the destination? Um. I just to pivot off that, I would say a good one is like Los Angeles to Tucson, Arizona, or even further. Number eight, uh, can you provide a specific song that you like to sing? And if it's a made up song, then that's okay. Then just a couple of verses. Wow. Uh, just to pivot off that, that point, you know, I'm into old music. The older, the better. Baroque, Renaissance, it's all good. Though not magicals, because I find them pretty demoralizing. I had a follow-up question for number three. What kind of inside joke? If you could be as specific as possible, that would be that would be great. Just to pivot off that, um, I have one of my one of my favorites is with a, a friend of mine. We have a bit where um, it's Harry Potter's mom calling Harry Potter, uh, asking him to come to her house to pick up her mail. Um, and the mom has a very high-pitched Scottish accent. It's just fun. It's nice. This sounded like a really great joke. I wish I had been there. But the problem was that I wasn't. And that, my friends, is actually both the beauty and the curse of an inside joke. You had to be there. And again, I wasn't. But... Maybe what he had said could actually be used as a kind of blueprint for a joke for us to build. Like, maybe we could use it to come up with our own inside joke, just for us. And I guess you guys. Anna, I think that's a great idea. We'll get to those other fun suggestions later, but let's look into this first. So, we quickly dismiss the group. And thank you for coming and thank you for being on time and even sometimes early. I'm looking at you, Chris. We started working on our own inside joke. Inside jokes are the type of things that just sort of happen. They're a naturally occurring phenomena, like a geyser or a waterfall. Remember pre-COVID when you'd hang out with two to three friends and jokes would fly from wall to wall? Next thing you know, belly laughs all around, and three weeks later, we're still talking about that thing we said. We needed to recreate that. I know things are getting really good, but we have to take a break for some ads. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And the ad break is over. We actually have a third friend, Rod. Hi, I'm Rod. I'm the third friend. He's a good guy. Anyway, we didn't feel entirely comfortable hanging out with Rod in person. No offense. Just, you know, COVID stuff. We arranged a virtual hangout with Rod. We'd hang out, chill, and see if we could naturally end up coming up with a joke about Harry Potter and all the other stuff the guy said. We logged on and prepared to blast off. It's nice to see you, Rod. It's good to see you. Um, yeah, anyway, so Rod, um, do you, uh, I was just, I was curious, have you read Harry Potter, actually? Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's been a while, but I have read Harry Potter. Hmm. Wow. Wow. That was a dead end. Is that, is it, was that it? Do you have, like, oh. a... No, we, we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. There's no pressure on anything. Sure. Okay. This isn't an inter interrogation or anything. Yeah, just like so, but just 
a couple of friends wondering if the third friend has read Harry Potter. Yeah. Hey, Rod. What's up, Kyle? Have you been to Scotland? Uh, no. No, I haven't. Cricket. Cricket. Wow, okay. Um, any plans to go to Scotland? I mean, not in the immediate future. I think it maybe be fun. Okay. <laughs> but uh, not nothing right now. Nothing in the books. No. Should I should I think about going? Ugh. He wasn't giving us anything. It was like trying to shoot a soap opera with a couch instead of a lead actress. No, we're just a couple of friends hanging out, chill, no pressure. Yeah, there's no pressure to go anywhere. Honestly, feeling a lot of pressure. This is exactly why we limit the amount of time that we spend with our third friend, Rod. He just always brings the drama. We had to leave. This was a big waste of time. Okay, well, well it's been I've really had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I gotta really actually fun. leave. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I to do. Um, I'm sure I'll see you whenever it's safe again. And um, Well, I'm... I'm like I'm all vaxxed up. I've it's I've been vaxxed up for like about a month. Like you guys oh. you guys are okay to hang out. We could we could. You know, I don't I, I don't really want to get into it, but I don't not now. Yeah, and I have some personal stuff. Oh. Okay, see ya. Really nice That's, to see you though. Bye, it's Rob. good to Okay. That obviously didn't work. We thought that having a chill hang with our third friend Rod would get our creative juices flowing, but I'll be honest with you, it did nothing. No offense. Remember, we were looking for an inside joke to arm ourselves with, to make sure that we had fun doing our boring task, moving the dirt. And the event was right around the corner. I mean, it was in the books. We had to recalibrate, again. We thought long and hard about who would be good at coming up with jokes. Um, my mom can be funny in Russian? Oh, what about Rod? But Anna, we just talked to Rod. Oh, oh yeah. There was only one option. The newest plan? We would reach out to professional comedians and have them write professional jokes for us. Because, I mean, that was their job. We all know that there's only one thing that makes a comedian a professional. Being on late night. Bingo. So we went through a catalog of late night sets across history. We started at the very beginning. Bob Hope. Okay, but that was way too far back and not helpful. I mean, how would we even go about getting in contact with Bob Hope? And not to be rude, but... Was he even alive? Um, Kyle, it's not a big deal or anything, but uh, I just think you should know. He actually died in Toluca Lake um, at the age of 100. That's pretty old. Mazel. We sped things up and found three contemporary late-night comics. Here was our criteria. They had to have been on late-night, they had to have done topical jokes, and they had to have responded to our email. We send the comedians the same prompt. Write us a joke that centers around Harry Potter, 
Harry Potter's mom calling him to pick up his mail, and a Scottish accent. We gave them two days to develop their jokes because we wanted enough time to memorize the joke before moving the dirt. Late night was exciting, and we loved the pageantry of it. We made sure to let the comedians know that they should feel free to treat it like a real late night set. So that meant saying things like, "How's everybody doing tonight?" and "That's been my time. Have a good night." This was a big deal for us. I mean, think about it. We had put in a kind of order for a joke, and from there it got sent to the production line. It went through several steps at the factory, but that's not all, because at a certain point. The worker in charge of our order stepped away, and in his stead, an artist came back and finished the job. And as such, what was once just an unimaginative request for a Harry Potter joke would become art—art art that would be released into the lights of the stage. Um. Wow. Basically, what Anna was saying was that it would be pretty cool to see these comedians come up with jokes and then perform them in front of us. So, without further ado, here's our first late night comedian, Jared, with his Harry Potter joke. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight?、Uh, you know, I was watching Harry Potter the other day. Kyle, this is not late night. Remember. It's the pageantry which we loved. This is—I mean, we're listening to a guy tell us a Harry Potter joke at nine in the morning on Zoom. There needs to be tension, music, glamour, a host. He at least needs a formal introduction. I mean, we don't even know his full name or what we might know him from. That's the only way you know someone is good at comedy is if you might have seen them in another thing. The thing is. You're right. We hassled Bernard, our sound effects guy, to give this material the works. I'm talking about the royal treatment. We wanted it to feel like late night, and that means the right music. Okay, thanks for sitting with us, Bernard.、Um, Happy to. Can you? I kind of feel like can we try listening to like a gong sound? I feel like that would really sound nice. With this show, <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. Like this. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, it's yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's a little like I guess it's like a gong, so, so it's, it's like kind of one note. Well, it's a little like the gong show, or I don't know,、okay. which is cool. Yeah, I think okay. I'm. I'm not saying no, but what do you think about maybe something that's a little more like, you know, you're just like you're sitting down, you're just like, know, like having a couple of beers, you're laughing, you know, like you like you know the bartender, you know,、so、she's kind of like hooking it up, you know. Do you have something like that, Bernard? Yeah, maybe, maybe this. Think that that doesn't sound like a late night show from all the clips we've watched. I just I like it, but 
I don't think it's really a moment where you're having a couple beers with your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just typed in talk show in this. Okay. Mm. What about, what about this? Great. The music was good, but now what about the host? I mean, that's a huge part of the show, and we wanted to make these professional comedians feel good about themselves and their accomplishments. And we wanted to give you, the listener, a hell of a show. We tried taking on that role ourselves. Okay. And now. Okay. And now. The moment, and now, and, okay, and now. It was awful. I mean, I literally got so much stage fright just rehearsing as the host. I want to walk into my closet and never walk out. I would just stay there like a coat that you bought two seasons ago that you're never going to wear again. Since Anna had too much stage fright, I decided to give it a go. Maybe I could be the perfect host that we were looking for. And now, the moment you've been all Okay, Kyle and her monster voice? I'm sorry, that's not what a host sounds like. It's just not. I guess maybe if you're performing stand-up in your nightmares. In hell. But not for this. (sighs) So, Anna and I were not hosts. We decided it would be best to hire a professional host to host the professional comedians. We looked around and found two candidates with experience. You can usually tell a good host is a good host right away. I mean, think about it. They usually begin with the words, and now. And those two words tell a story. And the story either says, I'm a good host, or I'm not so good at my job. So, we arranged an audition with both of the guys. In the audition, we would have them say those words. Here's the first guy. And now. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was, thank you. We'll let you know. I'll be in touch. Well, all right, thanks. Um, he, he was definitely good, but, um, could we please hear this other guy? Kyle, that guy was really good. And this episode is already so long. Um, I, I kind of already told this other guy that we would hear him out, so please. (sighs) All right. Okay. And now. See, he's pretty good. A fine bit of entertainment. A platinum gesture. A magic moment. Um, Kyle? Words strung together, yes. Uh, what's going on? Did you send him something else to audition with? Um, kinda? I I just told him to give us a good show. Much like panes of glass color, both primitive and detailed in a stained glass window, Kyle, this is not what we asked for. Oh, let's just say at 
Rheem was shocked. Yes, the cathedral, the rose window, the Catherine wheel. Where did you find this guy? Um, remember I told you I was in an acting class? Well, he's actually my teacher, and he's been begging me to be on the show. I thought we could give him a shot. He was definitely very interesting, and we could definitely use him for something else. But let's just say, not this time. We contacted the first guy and let him know he got the job. Um, we just wanted to let you know that uh, you got the job. You got it. Oh, oh, thanks. Good. Our hosts seemed just as excited as we were. Thrilled, even. Just to be on the safe side, we conducted an official background check on him. You know, after what happened with the trauma, um, with that guy. It did cost us $40, but the peace of mind of knowing that this guy was safe was priceless. And the background check ended up being pretty cool, because we even found out that he had been on Conan in 1994. This was going to be a seriously professional show with professional comedians and a very professional host. So we had our late night host, who himself had been on late night. But now, the big question. What would he say? We knew that hosts typically listed comedians' credits, but what else did they say? We stayed up all night and researched. Okay. Okay, so, well, here's... Here's what I was thinking. Let me know what you think about this. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I love that. So you like the um, that he said. And now here's Johnny. I yeah, but you he like said it for part? so long. I like how long he says it for. Okay. It's like, he. It's so long. Yeah, it's definitely a choice. He made. Yeah. Then, okay, this. And then one oh. guy said, oh, I hope they have an omelet station. Okay. Then he's going to snap and I don't want to be. Wait. Yeah, why? Because uh, it's Hollandaise, you moron. And then the boss said, okay. audit. Okay. Oh, so just... mm-hmm. I think that what I realized from this clip is that I wouldn't necessarily know when the joke is, but it really helps that there's laughter. So maybe if we added some, like, laugh track in there. Totally, exactly. Because at first, it's like, hollandaise, whatever, you know? Yeah. But then they laugh. You're like, oh, that is a joke. Oh. Oh, I didn't know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, this. Gentlemen, my next guest tonight is a stand-up comedian and creator of Please Understand Me on Amazon Prime. Please welcome Ahmed Weinberg. Hmm. I mean, I love like the energy. Yeah. Know? I just wish that he told us a little bit more about where this guy came from. Like, I don't want to know too much about a comic, you know, but like, I think it's exactly what you're saying. I think it's like, where are they, I guess, where are they hailing from? That would be really nice to know. Yeah. Well, missed opportunity. And now, an ad break. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes 
I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this hundred-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The ad break is over. It was all coming together. We had the perfect music, the perfect host, and the perfect host words. Those are words that the host says. Um, Anna, there's actually... One more thing that I think would be really cool if we added. Kyle, when it comes to you, I'm an open book. What is it? Um, at the very end of the show, can the host say, take care of yourselves and each other? You mean what Jerry Springer says at the end of his show? Yeah, I just think it sends a really positive message. You know, it's like a lighthouse amid a violent storm. You know, it, like, guides you to the lighthouse. Huh. I never thought about it that way. That sounds nice. Yeah, thanks. And now, without further ado, a very special late-night showcase produced by Anna and Kyle. Um, hey, Anna, there's just one more thing. Can you say we're sponsored by bags? Um... Just bags? 
Generally? Yeah. I just really like bags. So maybe they'll sponsor us when the show gets released? That's actually really good thinking, Kyle. Okay, let me get back to it. Oh, okay, no problem. Just remember, sponsored by bags. And now, without further ado, a very special late night showcase produced by Anna and Kyle, sponsored by Bags. Your first comedian hails from Morgantown, West Virginia. You may know him from the Late Late Show with James Corden. Here's Jared Logan. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Wow. Uh, you know, I was watching Harry Potter the other day, and uh, it occurred to me that, like, uh, no heroes have living parents. <laughs> right? Like, Batman doesn't have living parents, Spider Man's parents are dead. Uh, Harry Potter's parents are dead, and there's a reason for that. It's like, uh, it's not heroic to have living parents. It's just embarrassing. (laughs) Like, imagine, you know, Harry Potter's mom just, like, leaving a message, you know, for him at school, like, Harry, well, it seems like I can never catch you on the phone. (laughs) Uh, Look, I was just calling to see if that thing with your foot cleared up. Remember to use the ointment that Dr. Shankar gave you and wear your flip-flops in the shower, Harry. <laughs> I'm going to turn it back over to your host, uh, and I'll see you guys in the future. Good night. Spectacular stuff. The next comedian hails from San Francisco, California. You may know him from The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Here's Kevin Kamiya. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Yes, good to be out here. You guys, you guys into Harry Potter? Harry Potter, I, I, I don't even believe that world. I, I don't believe that whole world. How come he can't be like abracadabra? I got Lasix. <laughs> also, also, I don't know if you know this, but Harry, Harry Potter took place in the 90s. Really? How come he never mentioned Tupac's dear mama? <laughs> Not even once. If uh, Harry's mom was alive, you know he wouldn't be half the wizard he could be, right? There's just no way. You can't be. If your mom's calling you all the time, Harry, come home and pick up your mail, you rat bastard. (laughs) All right, y'all. Hey, I'm Kevin Kamya. Hashtag stop Asian hate. Peace. We'll see you next time. Spectacular stuff. This final comedian hails from Alameda, California. You may know her from Late Night with Seth Meyers, The Late Late Show with James Corden, 
Conan O'Brien's Late Night Show in 2013, Conan O'Brien's Late Night Show in 2014, and Conan O'Brien's Late Night Show in 2017. Here's Emily Heller! So I've been thinking about Harry Potter. There's a lot that's kind of stupid about Harry Potter, but I think one of the stupider things about it is that the only way to send messages to people if you're a wizard is to either appear in their fireplace or send an owl. Like, I don't understand why they can't use the actual post office, but okay, I guess it's better to send a nocturnal bird to carry your message for you and just hope it doesn't get distracted by a rabbit. And the birds always like find you wherever you are to bring you letters. I don't even want to get mail at my house, much less when I'm like on vacation. <laughs> Harry comes back from semester at sea or whatever, and his mom calls him up and is like, hey, yeah, can you come pick up your mail? You got three letters and a bunch of mouse bones. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She can't call him. Uh, she's dead. And also, they don't have phones. Yippee! Because apparently, wizards can't use electricity because it interferes with their magic. Uh, which really makes you ask, is it worth it to do magic? Like, isn't email cooler than what you can do with Harry Potter magic? Like, maybe I'd rather watch internet porn and figure out how to code than spend seven years where the most useful thing I can learn is how to defend myself against a dragon, which wouldn't even be an issue if one of my three best friends wasn't an adult Scottish giant who loves keeping dragons as a pet. That's my time. Uh, thank you very much. Spectacular stuff. Well, take care of yourselves and each other. That was awesome. I wish you guys could have seen me. I was rolling on the ground laughing. Spirits were high after Kyle and I had successfully put on an amazing professional late night showcase. Remember, we had put the showcase together to get the perfect inside joke, which we would then use to help us have fun while moving the dirt. Now, we were set up for success. In fact, we actually had a whole show of jokes to choose from. I was feeling so good, I wanted to do something a little extra. A little gift for my big Kyle. If there's one thing that Kyle loves more than the law, or even her dog, it's the circus. Every part of it. The red and white stripes, the Hong Kong, the trapeze, the popcorn, the elephant standing on a ball. How did he get up there? So, I had a crazy thought. Kyle should meet a clown. Behind her back, I arranged for us to talk to Bill, a world-renowned clown. My name is Bill, and I am a professionally trained clown. I was appreciative that Anna thought to give me a gift of meeting a clown, but I'm telling you, this guy did not look like a clown. He sort of looked like a guy you might see standing outside of a building, 
for hours. And honestly, I wasn't seeing a lot of honk honk. But maybe it would come later? Kyle, give him a chance. This guy is a professional. I know he doesn't look like a clown, but he's not wearing clown makeup. I'm sure the honk honk is still there. He's still a clown. Trust me. Oh, okay. That makes sense. We settled in. I um, studied with an old French clown um, by the name of Philippe Gaulier in France. Kyle, did you hear that he studied in France? He's a legitimate clown. Okay, Anna. Wee wee. Anyway, I know the point was just for Kyle to meet a clown, but I couldn't help myself. And here was a guy who was an expert on what we were investigating. Fun. I mean, if you got to meet Plato, you wouldn't not ask him about the cave. Excitedly, I asked Bill about what fun was. Anyone who needs to ask questions about fun and how to have fun has a, have a, a serious problem. So the fact that you guys are like, well, what is fun and how do you have fun is like a real deficit of your own personalities and abilities to enjoy yourself. Huh. Okay. Back to it. <clears throat> but anyway, go ahead. Your dumb, oh. boring question. Um, okay... Okay, okay, that all you guys have to say is okay? Come on, hit me with something. Okay, I hit you with something. Anyway, I knew this type of confrontation was hard for Kyle, so I tried to steer the ship away. Well, we're, this is kind of what we're trying to look into, and I, I guess I was wondering, like, if you're doing specific to, to the investigation at hand, like if you're doing something really boring, do you think the onus is on you to create your own fun? Uh, um, mm, I, no, not really, no. Oh, okay. Come on, Bill. This was a really good question. We even gave him an example to help him answer. Yeah. Well, what about, okay, I don't, is this clowning? Sometimes if I'm vacuuming, I can pretend that the vacuum is like, like an elephant or something. A snake? Like yeah, or like a, like, is that, like, yeah. Whoa! Like, is that, is that what you do? I don't know, sure. This guy's not a happy clown. Forgive me for being, um, like, slightly condescending or insulting towards you guys, but, like, these really dumb questions. Seriously, it's like, oh, what is this like a self-help thing? We knew we had to get out of there. Okay, well, this has been, we really appreciate this interview um, so before we sign off. Um, do you really? Do you really appreciate it? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay, yeah, we do. all right. What, um, what is it that you appreciate so much about it? I mean, it's, I always appreciate it when someone takes the time out of their day to talk to us. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. It wasn't actually like what was said or anything. Needless to say, this was not what I had in mind. In fact, it was the opposite. I had arranged for us to meet with Bill to get in the mood for a fun day of moving dirt. And I just wanted to do something nice for Kyle. Instead, Bill had crushed our spirits. Here was a clown, the very picture of fun and happiness. And instead of welcoming us with open arms and giving us a giggle and putting on a show, he had left us for dead. Disappointment wasn't new to us, but 
that didn't make it hurt any less. I was especially worried about Kyle. This investigation was taking forever, and there was still no end in sight. I wasn't sure that Kyle could handle it. And damn, you know what just occurred to me? The guy who we had talked to? I guess he really was a world-renowned clown. Because he clowned on us. I left Kyle's house and then gave her a call the second that I got home. Hello? Hey, Kyle? Hi. Hey, it's Anna. Hey, what's what's up? Um, are you are you busy right now? Actually, I've been in line to get my Prius service for about like three hours and I think I'm next. Oh. What's up? Wow. Um, sorry, it's just, uh, I think we need to talk. I'll, I'll be right there. Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for meeting me here. Well, yeah, it's just... I mean, it's crazy. I, I am getting my oil changed almost every week. And at this point, I'm like, should I move to a place that's near this beach because I'm just driving here so much. And then on top of that, I'm like, should I get a job out here because I need to pay to have a get a place out here because it's more expensive near the beach? It's really expensive here, yeah. I mean, I, I just... Uh, this is causing me just so much stress I know. financially. I know. Driving here. I know. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we can talk because I am sorry about what happened. I mean, uh, Anna... But it's I, just temporary. It's I not, it's okay. I don't know what is going on right now. What is this investigation even about at this point? I mean, it's been going on forever. Yeah. It's been months and months. Yeah. And I am thinking about moving near the beach and getting a condo. Like, right. what is even happening? I'm just so over it and I, I just I, I honestly I can't I can't keep coming here I, I yeah. you know I'm gonna leave like where are you going uh wait Roman can you did she leave oh my god damn it it's crazy because I was going to tell her that this episode is now actually a three-parter. Damn. To be continued. Sniff, sniff. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Truth Hounds is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.